Religious sensitivities are feeding into concerns about growing censorship in another populous nation, India. Now some are saying that the world's largest democracy is becoming more like China when it comes to clamping down on freedom of expression. Natalia Antalava reports from Delhi. Every Sunday, booksellers of Old Delhi spread their goods on a pavement along one of the city's busiest streets. People push and shove as they scan rows of books laid out on the road. It looks as if you could find anything here, but you can't. When a bookseller offers me an obscure tome on Siberian railroad systems, I ask instead for one of the best-known books by one of India's most famous authors. Do you have Salman Rushdie, Satanic Verses? The man just grins and waves me away. Salman Rushdie's 1988 novel infuriated some Muslims for its portrayal of the Prophet Muhammad, and the book is still banned in India. Last month, the author cancelled a visit after he was told it was too dangerous for him to take part in a literary festival. Rushdie accused the Indian government of fabricating threats and preventing him from coming just to please Muslim voters ahead of a key regional election. Literary critic Nilanjana Roy says people who are running the world's biggest democracy are failing to protect free speech. This entire business of saying we should cave in because the other side is being violent is effectively allowing yourself to be bullied. It is really the state's job to stand up and say we will not allow this to happen. It's not just the satanic verses. Dozens of books and films are banned in India, often because of offensive religious content. Although one of the Indiana Jones movies is banned for its imperialistic tendencies and racist portrayal of Indians. Nilanjana Roy worries where things are heading. We love comparing ourselves with China as an example of how free we are. But if you take a look at more objective uh, considerations, we've slipped down to 122 on the list of countries uh, in a list of uh, how free the press is. That isn't a happy ranking. Last year, India's communications minister asked social networking sites to devise a system to filter and block objectionable comments. And the Delhi High Court is currently reviewing a case filed against 20 companies, including Google and Facebook, demanding that they pre-screen religiously offensive comments. Vinay Roy, the editor of Agbari magazine, filed the criminal lawsuit. He says India needs some censorship. Vinay says posting offensive content in a socially conservative country with the history of religious violence presents a real danger to the public. But even when there is no obvious danger to the public, the Indian government may still take offense. You know, the other day they did a behind-the-scenes look at all the presidential candidates' homes and where they live. Quite revealing. Take a look. Here's a look at some of the GOP candidates' homes, their cribs. They're impressive. Newt Gingrich has a... Recently, a joke on The Tonight Show turned into a diplomatic incident. And here's a look at Mitt Romney's summer home on Lake Winnipesaukee in New The Indian government complained to the U.S. State Department after Jay Leno showed a photo of India's Golden Temple, describing it as Mitt Romney's summer home. The issue of free expression has prompted heated discussion here. Is there a right to offend that comes with the right to free expression? Is there a... I would actually fight to my last breath 
In a debate that was later televised, Shoma Chaudhuri, managing editor of the liberal Tehalka magazine, recently took on Mahanda Katsu, the government-appointed head of India Press Council. Please understand one thing. India is a poor country. Freedom is freedom from hunger, freedom from ignorance, How do you change and push the boundaries of a society unless you question it? But pushing boundaries can be dangerous here. There is a growing list of artists, writers, academics and journalists who have been beaten, harassed and pushed into exile. Oh, this this is made in uh, a ball pen on paper. A ball pen on paper? Yeah. In central Delhi, I met an artist named Balbir Krishan. Balbir is a double amputee. He's also openly gay, which is unusual here. His most recent work deals with gay themes. During a recent exhibition, he was attacked by masked men. They pushed him to the ground and kicked him. They shouted, get out of the country, you don't belong here. It was only after 20 hours of media pressure that the police launched an investigation. It's going to become more dangerous. And yes, I am scared. Balbir says his role as an artist is to show people things they don't want to see, to make them think. But he also adds that unless politicians step in and protect his right to do that, then the voices of those who are against him will become louder and clearer than his. For The World, I'm Natalia Antalaba in Delhi.